0: Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead.
1: And I'm Angela.
0: And we are back bringing you another episode of all things retirement planning. And before we jump into the topic and content for this week, we have a really exciting announcement to to make. Um, We have decided that 2021 is going to be a a I want to say a second generation, a second coming, a...
1: A new re- reiteration. A
0: reiteration yes. is a great way to put it. We're
1: evolving and changing and growing.
0: Of Compass Retirement. We have so many exciting things <laughs> happening right now. And the first thing that we've done is we have launched a new website with a fresh new look, um, a fresh new logo. Mm-hmm everything is updated, clean, feels great and really is just bringing us into this new year 2021 um feeling revived and excited and kind of leaving not that what was there before uh that it was bad but leaving it behind a little bit to uh Compass Retirement 2.0.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think also um, along with this website being brighter and a little bit cleaner, it's much easier to navigate. So we're making sure that we house everything in one place to make your user experience super simple um, and jam-packed with great information.
0: That's right. So um, when you go to uh, look for things from us, when we uh, have you obviously listen to the podcast, um, we're going to house, as Angela mentioned, everything it www.compassretirement, altogether, compassretirement.com. Um, you're going to be able to find everything you need now on that website without having to go to different places, whether that's a client portal to log in and see your accounts, whether that's, um, you know, PDFs and, and, uh, tools and things that we offer on the podcast, you can go there to see all of it. So we're really excited about it. Yep. It's Um, also
1: going to house all our podcasts, so you won't have to go somewhere different for that as well.
0: Yep. And we used a local photographer um, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that took incredible pictures. She actually even um, made me look good. And so um, we're really excited about that. So we encourage you to get out to www.compassretirement.com. Check it out. We'd love your feedback um, and and let us know what you think. Obviously, we have way, way bigger things coming down the pipe to share with you uh, the remainder of this year. But this is the initial uh, thing for 2021 that we're just so excited to chat with you about.
1: Yeah, honey, one thing at a time. Don't give it all to him right away.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, let's get on to uh, today's uh, podcast episode. So you guys know how we like to pick a topic and not necessarily go um, a mile wide and an inch deep. We like to actually take a topic, uh, go about an inch wide but a mile deep and really spend you know, three or four weeks on the same topic, chatting with you about it, giving you um, ideas, strategies, things you need to be thinking about. And so for the month of February, based on feedback we've received from um, you all, uh, we've decided to uh, talk about taxes this month. Mm-hmm. Um, now, taxes are uh, a really big topic. They affect everyone a little bit differently. Um, I think they're such a hot topic right now based on what's happened with the uh, new administration, what's happened with the election. So now that all of that is somewhat behind us, we've got some clarity around that. And um, I've been getting bombarded with questions from folks on what do I think taxes are going to do? And I guess more importantly, not only what I think they're going to do, but when are they going to do it? Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to take some time today to chat with you a little bit on, um, you know, taxes, where they stand today and also let today serve as a foundation for the future uh, episodes, we're going to be talking and going a uh, much deeper into into some of these things. So let's just start with um, you know taxes and retirement at a very general high level overview. Okay. Good idea. Yep. So when it comes to taxes, there's only a few places, like three places typically, where we all can save money, right? From a tax perspective. Now, I, there's a gazillion places you could actually put your money. But from a tax perspective, it really boils down to three uh, buckets, if you will. Okay. So the first bucket, I'm just going to call a place you could put your money. And I call it the one that's going to be taxed forever. If we had scary music, doom and gloom, that's where we would add it. Doom, 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 right? (laughs) So taxed forever. Then we have a bucket that, that we call being taxed sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so now the clouds are parting and a little bit of sunshine starting to come. The last bucket would be taxed never. Now this is where the angels start singing. This is where the sun is fully shining. There's rainbows, there's daisies, there's pots of gold, right? So taxed forever, taxed sometimes, taxed never. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing we want to do is, number one, define what those mean and then secondly, tell you about the types of accounts that fall into those three categories. Now, when we talk about money in these three categories, your money can really do um, a couple of things within these three categories. So hopefully your money can grow, right? We also have to think about what would be the tax implication when we take money out of these three categories. Mm -hmm. And then I guess lastly, we have to think about what would happen to the money when we pass it on to any sort of uh, uh, family or beneficiary, right? So let's start with taxed forever. So taxed forever, when we talk about growth, when we talk about withdrawals, when we talk about passing it on, the types of accounts that fall under what we call taxed forever would be something like your 401k. Mm -hmm. It would be something like your traditional IRA, maybe a 403b if you're a teacher, okay? But these are the accounts that you didn't pay any tax when the money went in. In fact, you actually got a tax break.
1: Yep, got to write
0: it off. Um, The same's true if you inherited any of these accounts, maybe from your parents, Mm -hmm. right? So when we start talking about growth inside of your taxed forever accounts, we don't pay tax as the money grows. It's called tax deferred, which means we're deferring the tax as it grows. Okay. But when we withdraw the money, we have to pay tax on every dollar. Well, let me back up. Every cent Mm -hmm. that comes out of those accounts.
1: What kind of tax do we pay on that? That's
0: right. So the tax that we pay on that would be what we call ordinary income tax. So said another way, um, it would just be whatever your tax bracket is. Now, you know, I've been a a retirement planner for over a decade now. And every time I've given a a talk to a group, I always ask, by a quick show of hands, who in here thinks taxes are going to go down over the course of their retirement? Um, I can remember maybe two times in over 10 years, people raising their hand. It's definitely very sparse. (laughs) That's right. Um, and most people actually get a good chuckle out of that. They think I'm being kind of funny. I would agree. I think taxes over our lifetime are going to continue to rise. I think what you're seeing right now in terms of not only the the new administration, but the amount of national debt in this country, Mm -hmm. I think the amount of uh, COVID relief bills and the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars we're adding to this debt at a pace that we've never seen before. Exactly. Um, all points to signs of, uh, in, in our opinion, either being possibly hyperinflation, right? So printing a lot of money to keep up or having to raise taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those are not necessarily great for your retirement. So when we start talking about being taxed forever, um, a lot of folks have saved their money in this bucket, that 401K, that traditional IRA, that 403B if they're a teacher. And a lot of times folks say say to themselves, well, yeah, Scott, but I got a tax break when I put my money in. I got to write it off. And that is actually true. But one of the things you need to start asking yourself is, are you making decisions in terms of your taxes? On a micro level or on a macro level? And here's what I mean. When you plan for your retirement, typically you make decisions based on a a macro level. And so you're making decisions on how you want to invest your retirement savings, how you want to set up your retirement for a 20, 25, 30, 35 year time horizon.
1: Yeah, you're thinking about your 60s, your 70s, your 80s, your 90s even.
0: And not only that, even passing the money on to the kids. Yep. So you're making decisions on a big macro level. So you're not saying, hey, let me save for my retirement for what's best for me right this this second. However, we've all been, I think it's almost like a brainwashing Mm -hmm. to make tax decisions on a micro level. Really, the way most folks make a tax decision is, do I get a tax break this year? Can I write it off? Yep without any thought to what that's going to do 20, 25, 30, 35 years from now.
1: And it's so common for us all to be thinking this way, just looking at our taxes this year. But there are so many advantages to looking at it um, on a macro level. So
0: when you're talking about your retirement, You don't make decisions on a one-year timeline. In our opinion, you should not be making tax decisions necessarily on a one-year timeline. Now, please don't misunderstand us. We are not saying that you shouldn't take advantage of different rules and strategies within a given year. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is when you're deciding to pay tax on money you've earned versus not, the question needs to be thought about, A little bit further than do I just get to write it off or do I not and most times that's where the conversation starts and ends for Mm -hmm. most people Mm -hmm.
1: But we're hoping now that you'll look at the bigger picture
0: absolutely absolutely so on a taxed forever account we don't pay any taxes the money grows but when we withdraw the money we have to pay a hundred percent tax at ordinary income levels on that money also when the money when the money passes on we also have to pay tax uh, on the inheritance. So whoever inherits that money has to pay tax, typically at ordinary income levels, their ordinary income levels. So, you know, if if your kids inherit that IRA from you, you know what? Gee, thanks, Mom and Dad. You gave me um, some inheritance. That's wonderful. But you also gave me your unpaid tax bill. So now I've got to take a distribution out, and i got to add that to my income, and i got to pay tax on that that you didn't.
1: And I will let you know, in our office, we have seen children come in that when they, were, had, when they had to take that distribution, they actually jumped a tax bracket.
0: Yep. You know, it's funny, I, uh, honey, I was um, uh, visiting with a couple, actually, not too long ago, and... Um, I asked them, I said, well, you know, what's the plan on on this money when you die? And they said, well, it goes to our kids. And I said, well, that's good. I said, that's really generous of you. I said, um, you know, they're going to have to pay tax on all this when they pass it on. And the, the husband looked at me and he said, well, I don't really care about that. They're kind of well off and uh, they ought to be happy they're getting anything. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. thought, well, Um, I had to do a double take for a second to see if that was my dad sitting across (laughs) from me. Um, But no, in all seriousness, um, I get that that may not be a big deal to a lot of people. However, a lot of times when we're doing thoughtful, strategic tax planning for you while you're alive, it will also benefit the kids. And if we can make it good for you, And a byproduct of that is making it good for them. Well, why wouldn't we do that?
1: Yes, we love a win-win. Yeah,
0: so why wouldn't we do that? So again, I'm not suggesting you need to be tax planning because you need to leave the kids uh, all the tax-free money. What I am saying is a lot of times they go hand in hand. Now, let's talk about being taxed sometimes. So we talked about taxed forever. Let's talk about being taxed sometimes. So being taxed sometimes, these would be accounts that we would call Non qualified accounts, sometimes you'll hear referred to them, but basically it's things like your managed account. Some people call it a brokerage account Mm -hmm. where you have investments. Hey, maybe I wanted to buy Starbucks stock or Tesla. Um, A a tax sometimes could be your bank account, right? Mm -hmm. A tax sometimes could be a different type of bond fund or something like that. But these are accounts where typically, as the money's growing, if you're buying and selling things, you're going to pay tax on that, Mm -hmm. right? So there's tax on the growth. Um, depending on what you withdraw from the account and what it grew to or didn't grow to, you may pay tax on the withdrawal, but typically the way the law reads today, when anyone inherits that account, typically they're not having to pay tax on the inherited gain on that account Mm -hmm. meaning hey you know if we bought a stock at ten dollars and it grew to twenty dollars and we died and the kids inherited that money that ten bucks that it made that we didn't pay tax on right now they don't have to do that now we won't get into the tax laws that are probably changing and are coming we'll save that for a future episode but when we're talking about tax sometimes what we're talking about is typically we're paying tax when it grows we're paying tax typically when we withdraw it typically you're not paying tax when you pass it on. Now, the rates at which you might pay in those accounts depend on how long you held the investments. That, again, is going to be conversation for a future episode. Mm -hmm. But typically, you're either paying ordinary income tax, so your tax bracket, or you're paying some sort of uh, preferential long-term capital gains uh, treatment on that. For some folks, it's zero. For some folks, it's 15%. For others, it's it's 20%. It really depends on how much you earn. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's taxed Sometimes. So now the clouds are starting to part a little bit. We're getting a little bit better, a little bit happier, which leads us into the taxed never accounts.
1: Oh, these are fantastic. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh,
0: right? Taxed never. Now that sounds like a great idea. Uh-huh. Right? And there's only a couple of places that actually do this. One's called a Roth account. That can be either a Roth IRA, that could be a Roth 401k. A lot of companies we're finding today are offering that for em- employees. Now, sometimes there's certain types of investments called like municipal bonds that can also be included in earning tax-free interest. The one caveat with a municipal bond that we just want you to be aware of is that that income still gets included in your calculation for how much they tax your Social Security payments. So in our world, a municipal bond isn't 100% tax-free, but I'll tell you it's better than that taxed forever and probably better than some of that tax uh, sometimes account. So basically, when the money goes into the Roth account, um, we've got the municipal bonds and we've got the permanent life insurance, right? A lot of people don't get that. They don't okay. understand that permanent life insurance is a tremendous, tremendous Uh, a tool to put into your retirement plan, not because you need life insurance, but because you need places to put money where you don't pay tax any longer.
1: Yeah, I I like look at life insurance as kind of like the Swiss army knife. You can really craft it so many different ways. Sometimes we are wanting a really big death benefit, that means when you pass away, someone gets a bunch of tax-free money. Sometimes we're using them for things like long-term care, and sometimes we're just using it as a tax sheltering tool. So It's
0: a great point, Angela, and I, I think all too often life insurance goes completely overlooked because most people look at it as, hey, the kids are grown, the house is paid off. Yep. What the heck do I need life insurance for? But it is one of the only two places, Roth accounts and permanent life insurance, mm-hmm. where you can grow your money and you pay no tax.
1: And that might be a new idea to, to a lot of you listening. So if you have questions on that, don't forget we're always available. That's one of our areas of expertise.
0: Hey, this is Scout with Compass Retirement. Make sure you go to www.compassretirement. Dot com and check out our brand new website we're so excited for it this year take a look at it surf around give us a call and let us know what you think about it that's www.compass with two s's retirement.com look forward to hearing from you soon these tax never accounts can always be a place that you can withdraw the money and pay no taxes mm-hmm. and not only that when Your beneficiary, your spouse, your kids, whomever inherits your tax-free accounts or tax-never accounts, they inherit them tax-free. So when you start thinking about uh, when you're looking at a column and saying, does it grow tax-free? Check. Do I withdraw tax-free? Check. Do I pass it on tax-free? Check. So that's like the utopia, right? Mm-hmm. So the real question is, most folks have saved all their money in the taxed forever accounts. Mm-hmm. How do we get the money into the taxed never accounts?
1: Do you know how to do that?
0: Mr. I Mr. certainly Dad. know how to do that. In <laughs> fact, I spend most of my days and, and uh, time during the days doing that and helping folks unwind a lot of this mess that they're in. Yeah. And it, we do want to offer, if you are in that category, if you're in that boat where you've saved in that 401k, that IRA, that uh, uh, 403b, there are things we can do to help get your money into the taxed never account.
1: And consider yourself ahead of the crowd right now because at least you know there's a problem to unwind. Most people don't even realize there's a problem.
0: Now again, all that to be said, just because we believe taxes are going to be higher in the future, this is why we think it's so important. You may sit there and say, absolutely not. I think taxes will go down or I'll be in, a, I'll pay less tax when I retire. Um, that could... That very well could be true for you. But here's the point. When you come in and you visit with us, we can validate that for you. Mm -hmm. We can actually tell you, yes, we believe based on your income, yeah, you might pay less in taxes. But don't mistake paying less dollars in taxes to mean you pay less percentage in taxes. For instance, if I'm in the, uh, uh, let's just say Angela and I make $100,000 this year right? And let's say that the bracket that we're in right now starts at 80,000 dollars and goes all the way up to 150,000 mm-hmm. dollars, and we make a 100. Mm-hmm. And let's say when we retire, we make 85,000 dollars, not a 100 anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, whether I make 80,000 or I make 170,000, I'm going to pay this year 22 percent in taxes. So did my tax dollars go down in retirement? Yeah. If I pay 22% on $100,000, it means I'm paying about 22 dollars in taxes. If I pay 22% on $80,000, it means I paid about $17,000 in taxes. So did I pay less money in taxes? Yes, I did. But did my rate go down? The amount I'm taxed go down? And the answer is absolutely not. So this whole notion of just thinking, well, my income will go down. So my tax rate goes down in retirement is a complete, complete falsehood. I'm not saying it won't matter to you. It depends where your income is. But that school of thought that just has got kind of permeated out to the masses is not 100% true. So you owe it to yourself to be able to look at this and really get an educated uh, look at it and, and strategy around it. So if that's something you want to take us up on, we'd love to help you with it. Uh, feel free to give our office a call at 817-328-6152. So just to put a bow on this, the three things foundationally that we wanted to make sure we start our tax month talking about is being taxed forever, being taxed sometimes, and being taxed never okay we're going to keep building on this we're going to keep talking about different things you can be doing um over the course of this year to really really supercharge and take advantage of your tax savings um until the meantime we really hope you will go to compass retirement we would love your feedback uh surf around on there tell me what you think yeah um take a look at it and we look forward to uh following up and talking with you next week in the meantime if you need anything you know we're always a phone call away have a great week we'll talk to you then
1: Bye bye. Bye
0: bye. This has
1: been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it
0: too.
2: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.